Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Echo Nest Podcast with your host, Warren Sharp, flying solo as I'm driving to rehearsal to actually meet up with Keith Lewis. Um, not for Echo Nest, though, for another band called the Pseudo Cowboys. Um, I have been invited to uh, play another gig with them. We're going to play the North Carolina State Fair on um, uh, October 14th of 2021. Um, so let's see, today's Wednesday, tomorrow's Thursday, it's a week from tomorrow, and, uh, yeah, that'll be cool, um, we are, we have two sets, uh, I think it's like an hour and a half each set, or something like that, or maybe the set's only an hour, excuse me, that we have like an hour and a half break time, but we're playing at 1, and then we're playing again at 3.30, I think it's like, I I feel like it's 1 to 2, and then like, 3.30 to, I guess, 4.30 or something. I don't even know. It's the opening day of the fair, though. I guess that's kind of cool. Um, but more on that later. So, uh, I'm doing another little podcast. One, because I'm testing out... Um, I'm, I'm recording this straight onto the Anchor app. Uh, the, the last couple of episodes have just been done on, on my phone as I'm driving somewhere. And uh, this one is no different. Um, so I'm testing out how the, uh, anchor app, if it sounds any different or, you know, whatever, um, normally I voice memo them and then have to save them to a file. I might do some kind of like, uh, I think there's like a, uh, uh, audio enhance thing and I'll, I, I use that. So this is just straight in. So we'll see if it sounds any different or whatever. Um, the other reason I'm doing this is uh, earlier today I was on Facebook. I saw someone was looking for um, music nerd, music theory, just some kind of like music related podcasts. Um, and I was like, hey, I do one. And then I remembered we don't usually do music theory, music nerd stuff. To which I was like, why the hell don't we do any of that stuff? That's what we are. That's the whole point of Echo Ness is we are absolute fucking insufferable nerds playing the nerdiest music we can write we need to be doing this so i thought it would be cool to do some music theory uh or some the i don't know just some of the other sides of music stuff maybe getting deep into something um and um yeah you know um i i actually uh believe it or not have a college education in uh, jazz performance, and I laugh when I say that because I don't know, I I just do, and um, but um, I am so technically I am qualified to speak on a a, a lot of stuff in, in terms of jazz composition and playing, um, and I'm also just a big theory nerd, and uh, I've always loved the shit, and uh, I feel like I have a pretty good you know, classical understanding as well, and all that stuff, um, aside from music theory, I, uh, also just a big nerd when it comes to, uh, instruments, um, especially the guitar, all kinds of tone woods, the history of certain instruments, um, and, um, I'm also a big, uh, amp and, uh, other, like, like pedals kind of nerd, and feel like I have a pretty good 
understanding of a lot of those things as well. And um, I guess also my day job is working at Car Amps, and um, so I know a lot about um, the building of amps, modifying amps, things like that, um, which which I do. Uh, I, I, I also do amp repair, and uh, I do some modding on some things when, um, you know, I can figure something out. Nothing ever too crazy, but, um, you know, whatever. So, uh, yeah, um, I would love to hear uh, if there's anything that y'all want to hear about. Um, music theory is the first thing that um, I, I think I would want to do. It's um, uh, So I, I teach a little bit still. I, I do uh, um, Skype lessons and I try to focus on... Uh, you know, advanced students, and I, I kind of consider pretty much uh, anyone who's who's been playing the, the you know the guitar or the bass for uh, a few years and has just really kept up with it, and you know is able to do some flashy things here and there, and knows a good amount of tunes, uh, whether it's their own or or covers or some combination. I, I would say that's an advanced student. Um. But when I teach a lot of these advanced students, uh, the the two things I get asked about, um, one of them is thumping, and I think that's just because, um, uh, well, I do love it, um, but I'm definitely, I think I'm definitely the bargain teacher when it comes to thumping. <laughs> but um, I actually, I'd like to think I'm 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 good at it though, I guess. Uh, <laughs> as I just insult everyone who's ever taken a lesson from me. Um, at least it felt like that's what I did. I hope I didn't, though. Um, and um, the other thing, though, is music theory. Um, I guess because I kind of advertise it, and then we start getting into it. And, uh, um, well, I guess it was something I really gravitated towards, so I do know a lot about it. I, th- I it, it seems like I know more about it than the average bear. And, uh, and that's fine, right? I mean, we all know a whole lot of different things, and... Um, so I'm not saying that in any way to gloat. It's just, I guess that's my area of expertise. Um, I have to have something. Um, so I don't even know where to begin with. Um, I I don't, I don't know where to begin with music theory. I was actually trying to do this podcast earlier and I got a phone call and it interrupted it and fucking stopped the goddamn thing. So this is kind of where I was in the last one. (laughs) Let's see what fucking happens this time. But I don't really know where to begin with theory. Um, Mostly because I have been... I am 30 years old, right? And I have been uh, seriously digging into it and absorbing it for 13 years. And I'm not even joking about that. Almost the entire time I've been playing guitar... I have been seriously trying to understand uh, how music works and, um, and, you know, really diving into stuff. Even before I knew anything about notes and modes and, like, what a chord is and stuff, I remember, I remember going to my teacher, um, my very first guitar teacher, and I remember asking... Um, what a whole tone scale was and he just looked at me like 
why do you even know that word? And I don't even remember where I got it from, but I was like, whole tone scale. What is a whole tone scale? And apparently wherever I got it from, wherever I picked up that terminology, it wasn't being explained. It was just being said. So who fucking knows? But I remember my guitar teacher was just like, uh, we don't need to worry about that. Which is guitar teacher lingo for? What the fuck is this kid talking about? I've never heard of this shit. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, of course, not until later, much later on, that I finally learned about it. Uh, but yeah, so I was just super, you know, anything I could find was just, um, man, just really gravitated towards it. I would maybe even say more than learning songs and stuff. I liked learning my scales and learning just different ways to play the guitar and all that stuff. I didn't, uh, it's, it's really one of my, like, I love music. Um, but there's so many other people that love music more than me. (laughs) I love playing the guitar. Um, if that makes sense. And I love learning about other musicians. I love learning how music works and all that stuff. But I, I, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy it then taking it and applying it to the instrument. Um, but yeah. Um, but music theory isn't just notes. It isn't just scales and exercises and things like that. It's also stuff that is maybe as, um, what's the word? Bass? as, uh, um, like song structure, uh, song structure was something I became obsessed with once I realized that songs, once you get outside of the, the standard kind of thing that I was hearing in the nineties and early two thousands of, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, maybe a bridge, verse, chorus, you know, something along those lines into, uh, things that weren't necessarily more complicated, but just didn't work that way. Um, the first one for me with that and what has, uh, evolved into a lifelong obsession. Um, the, 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 I think the first song I realized where something was going on that was weird was, uh, a favorite house Atlantic from Coheed and Cambria. Um, if you pay attention, the song structure is, this like verse chorus verse chorus and then we have like a new theme a new chorus kind of sound the c section back to the b section which is the the standard kind of chorus or bridge into the chorus again and it's not until later on you kind of realize that that's kind of or or not realize but that you that it wasn't until much later on that that i learned that that was closer to a song form called rondo uh, more than it was to a traditional song structure. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Um, I also listened to a lot of Yes when I first started playing guitar. Um, and Yes to me was obviously absurd. Um, and I knew there was something different to it. Uh, but a lot of Yes songs were very strange like that. So I kind of just took it as this is how they write verses and choruses. Um, now I'd like to think that my understanding is, um, uh, what's, uh, matured a bit, but whatever. Uh, the craziest thing for me was Led Zeppelin and hearing Achilles last stand. Um, that, that might be an even more obscure reference than the Coheed and Cambria track. 
Achilles' Last Stand is the opening track off of the Zeppelin album Presence. I think it's from 78 or 79. And it's a pretty big different... Uh, it's a pretty... It's a, Or there's a, there's a lot of... They, they change their sound a lot on that, on that record. Um, but to start an album with Achilles' Last Stand, which is this 10-minute... It's like just harping on this one riff almost the entire time, but it begins and ends with these really magical sounding chords. It's like, where did this come from? So that Achilles' Last Stand was a, another tune that really taught me that you can be an artist and and do a lot of different things and you know however you feel about Zeppelin and stuff that was um a very important moment uh, for me but I feel like that's all music theory um I don't think that I I or even rather uh song structure is probably more important than knowing your uh, scales and chords and everything. You can figure that out by ear and know that and, and, and categorize it yourself. But really knowing how to write music and how music is supposed to be written and how other people have done it and then how you can change it and, and further, uh, you know, uh, further it, I guess. I feel like that's dumb to say. Is going to be very... That's going to be much, much more important than knowing what the fuck Hirajoshi scale is or whatever even though that shit's rad so I would love to hear from uh, any of y'all what you uh, would want to uh, you know dive into Um, I do do Skype lessons and all that stuff still Um, you can hit me up for that if you're hearing this far in the future as long as the internet's still around Um, I would assume I'm still doing things, so get in touch with me. Um, Maybe we can do a a very short lesson real quick. Um, And um, maybe this will kind of show what I mean when a... uh, I don't know, jazz stuff or, you know, whatever. Um, I guess we'll we'll base this around a a six-string thing. So... Um, this is going to be a little strange, I guess. Uh, let's see if we can, um, let's see if this makes any sense though. So we're going to start off with uh, a chord, you bay or bay dot. Oh gosh, excuse me. Even I'm bored. You can start, uh, we're going to start with a chord you may or may not have ever played before. Um, it's kind of a funky chord. The notes of the chord in order from low to high on a six-string guitar tuned standard. Uh, well, actually, this doesn't matter. That would be placement. But the notes of the chord um, on a six-string guitar from your low to high, the notes are C. We are going to use all six strings, too, if that helps. So, C, G, A, D, F sharp, B. Um, why don't you pause the video, the video, Jesus fucking Christ. Why don't you pause the podcast, podcast to, um, see if you can find where this chord is. So, uh, real quick, one more time. The notes are C, G, A, D, F sharp, B. So pause and try and find it. 
Okay, and you're back. So you have either found the cord um, because you already knew where it was, and that's cheating, but whatever. Um, you found the cord by following, by just kind of figuring it out. And if you did, congratulations. That is really, really cool. That's pretty amazing. I feel like that's amazing to do via podcast instruction. Um, or you're here because um, you found uh, maybe uh, a few of the notes or you didn't find any of the notes or whatever. You know, none of that shit really matters. Um, but anyway, you should have a pretty wild chord. Uh, the name of this chord is a C-sharp major 7, 13, sharp 11, 9. All of those. So it is the entire... It, it's, it spells out um, exactly what you're supposed to play. Um, what we're actually missing is an, is, is an E note, but everything else is so implied, we can just imply that E. Or do we not imply the E and imply something and imply the E flat? Ooh, we'll have to find out about that later on. So you found that chord. Um, uh, if you haven't found that chord, where it is... Uh, um, second finger, your middle finger is going to play the eighth fret of string six. Pinky is going to play the tenth fret of string five, and then the index finger bars the seventh fret of really all the strings, but primarily those top four. Correct. And um, we have a, a few interesting structures here. Uh, obviously, we we have a power chord. Um, we're guitar players; we love our power chords, right? We have the C and G, which is fret. Uh, which is the lowest two strings, the eighth of string six, the tenth of string five. So that's rad. We love that. The higher thing you've definitely played before as well. Um, that's, I think, uh, uh, all of us know it from our teenage reggae days, right? And it's just it's just that kind of chord you would play then. Um, you might notice that it is a B minor chord, more specifically a B minor seven chord, and even more specific than that, it's a B minor seven chord in the third. Wait, uh, is it the third? It's well, it's not really the third inversion. It's a, it's a drop two. In, oh fuck, I can't remember now. <laughs> now see, I have to review something. Um, but it's a pretty cool th- thing we got going on there. But it's we have a C power chord with a B minor ringing out over top of it. So a lot of you guys might know this chord uh, another way, instead of calling it a C major with a bunch of uh, numbers and stuff on top of that, you might just know it as um, B minor 7 over C. Um, and uh, Or over like a C sus or a C5, something like that. So it's the same thing. It means the same thing. Um, pretty cool. It can be other things as well um, if you get super crazy with it. But we'll just hang out right there with it being a C major 7, 13. We'll just stop at 13. Um, so that's a really cool chord, right? Well, if you take off the second finger... And if you were continuing to bar through all six strings with the index finger, your lowest note changes to the note B. Uh, you'll notice the high E string also is a B. But our notes now change to a low B, G, A, D, F sharp, and a high B. Well, if you, if you are um, 
if you know a little bit about building some chords, you would have noticed I said G, uh, a B, and a D in there. And maybe the F sharp is helping you out as well. But now we have a G chord, but there's a B in the bass, and there's this weird A. Well, this is now a G. <laughs> oh my God! This is a G, this is a uh, uh, it's a G major seven. We can say add nine, but I don't really like to say I don't or um, add two rather. Um, and uh, we say add because it's not a suspended chord. A suspended chord would imply that the third is not around. But we have two of we have two Bs, so we are adding the two um, in between. But I've also heard add used for um, when you when you don't have the seven. So an add nine chord would be like a root third fifth skip the seventh and then have the nine. So I don't know. Um, I think we'll just call it a nine. I think I feel more comfortable just calling it G major nine. G major seven nine um, over over B is specifically what's going on here. We have a B in the bass. Um, but how cool is that? So we go from this C Lydian sound. If you don't know what Lydian means, it's it just means uh, that super bright major sound with that weird kind of note in there, that weird F sharp note. And now we're going into the G just by changing one note. And we get a really cool sounding G chord. Um, that is one of my kind of favorite little chord changes uh, to do. Um, you'll also notice that the, uh, in terms of the progression, it's a four to a one. Um, so it's also just very pleasing sounding and very nice. Um, that's a lot of information. Uh, I apologize if it is very confusing. Um, it wouldn't be if we were on a Skype lesson. <laughs> That's me selling myself because I'm a fucking whore. But if any of that was confusing, we can do a lesson. Um, and uh, very good rates. And um, actually, I guess we'll do this. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if this ever blows up, this could really bite me in the ass. How about this? For a limited time, for the rest of 2021, um, if you say that you want the podcast deal, which I will forget, you'll have to remind me, um, we will do a, a, a one-hour lesson for $10. How does that sound? And then you'll get a little uh, a thing at the end that has whatever information we talked about. Um uh, I'll send that to you as well. Um, so yeah, the podcast lesson deal, I guess one hour for $10. Um, doesn't have to be your first lesson. It's just, a uh, whatever you are, um, you know, uh, if you've taken a lesson before or whatever, we'll kind of get that going. Uh, let's see. That sounds cool. But yeah, um, do video we do video lessons and that way you'll be able to actually see it and um i'll be able to see what you're doing can you know tell you tell you what you're doing wrong because that's what teachers do um anyway uh thank you so much if you've listened all the way through uh regardless if you uh, end up wanting a lesson or not um just thank you for listening and 
Um, if you are interested in any music theory stuff, uh, let me know what some things we can talk about. Um, just like uh, when you're in class and, you know, uh, the teacher says, um, ask the question because you're probably not the only one with that question. That has always been right. So uh, if you have a question about something, um, your friends have the same question. So ask away and I'll see what I can find. And if I don't know it immediately, uh, I will look it up and I will learn something and then you'll be helping me a lot and I love this shit. So I would love to uh, learn more. Anyway, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening and uh, catch you next time, later on.